Hi, welcome back to Foundations. Thanks for being with us again. My name is Aaron. They've asked me to talk about what's on my heart today. So here we go. What's on my heart today is that if we as believers are, agita are agitated, right? So we know a bunch of Christians. I know Christians, you know Christians. We all live our lives just like non-Christians. We get up, put your pants on, go to work, come home. You have a bad day. You decide if you're going to gossip about it. You decide if you're going to complain about the kids we're working on, not being all the things you do every day. Okay. And some people are more naturally, you know, poppy like my wife, Missy. If you know her, every room she walks in, it brightens up. Some people might be accused of being a little more Eeyore, uh, the blue troll, you know, a little more half class empty outside of the Lord's grace. And they have to choose, you know, they're not as demonstrative and smiley and all that. And we all have to effort and learn to keep our mind, you know, fixed on the things we ought to. Okay. So we're living normal lives, but we, but in holiness circles, you hear people talking about victory. Uh, they're in victory. They're in victory. I think if I took a quiz, Spencer, what people think that means, I don't know. I might get 10 people, might get 10 different answers. Generally, it would have a lot to do with, I think, if we really got down to it, how they feel emotionally when they consider how their walk with God is going. So it's been ex wonderful, so I'm pumped. Now, that might offend some people saying it that way. They might have a much holier answer, but generally speaking, if all your feels are gone, it's been a rough day. Uh, emotionally, it's been a drag. Lightning didn't happen when I opened up the scriptures. I went to prayer. No angel appeared. There was no thunder, no voice, no, just faith. Those are the times where it's very easy to not be content. Now, I'm going to try to say very little and talk about something that's incredibly deep because it's it's a difference in walking like Jesus did or walking like the world. Jesus was always facing rough things, and he never missed. I've faced rough things and missed most of my life outside of the grace of God. And when he helps us to get it right, we know the difference. When we love well in a hard time, when we obey, when we didn't want to, when we give the $20 bill that maybe we didn't really have, but then we see the other side of it, and there's an awesome story to tell. Because we did it like Jesus did that day. Well, there's a common denominator when we do what we're supposed to, always. It's that we're fulfilling the first great commandment, that we're loving the Lord our God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And, and Jesus told us plainly that if, if we love him, we're going to obey him. We're going to believe him. We're gonna, in other words, we're going to do what he says. Okay? So... If we're agitated, if I know Christ, you know Christ, this is practical. This is not, I'm not going to give you 10 points to go look up and give you some new idea. This is just, this is about your heart, my heart. It's one thing to examine and you can do it all day, every day. And it, it will hold your feet to the fire and it'll check your temperature real fast. If you're agitated, you're probably thinking about yourself. 
if you're like most people, you're saying, yeah, but I'm an adult. And what do you mean by agitated? You know, it's like, uh, oh, who is my neighbor? Well, what do you mean by agitated? Well, what I mean is you're not at peace. What I mean is you are, you're not walking in the same grace the Lord did. We're agitated. We're, we, we've, you can start calling it anxiety. Uh, you can get beyond that and start fretting actively and thinking up 10 reasons how this situation may or may not turn out. We all understand that. We're not to do that, but we do that. But what if I'm doing my job pretty well and legally, if you ask me, am I in sin? No, I'm doing good. Have you read your Bible? Yep. Have you been praying? Absolutely. Did you show up to the last 47 church meetings? That's me. How, how's your victory? Well, mm, I don't really. Mm. It's been kind of a drag lately. What have you been thinking about? Well, and then I, I give you the things, you know. There's a way to approach Jesus, and there's a way not to. In Psalm 100, we enter into his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Who's he? It's God. When I'm going to talk with God about these neat, whatever it is I have going on in my life, whatever you have, whatever pressures you're facing, if I'm going to pray like Jesus, Number one, anxiety is never going to start my prayer meeting. Love is. Because who I'm going to is God. And I trust him with the answer already, and I go to God for help. Uh, because he's asked me to. And he's told me to keep on asking. Going to Jesus is not like going to my friend who may or may not have an answer, or may or may not be able to help me. He always has the answer, and he can always help me, and he always knows the best thing to do. He does it perfectly. In other words, when I go to him, if I'm agitated, I'm thinking about me. If I go to him and I have needs, and I'm at rest, even if I have needs, now who am I thinking about? Him. I'm entering his gates with thanksgiving. I'm entering his courts with praise. The scriptures show this principle everywhere, and there's a lot smarter way to teach it than I am. But you can read the scriptures to people all day long, and we keep doing this. We keep having prune-faced Paula in the third row of the church who's upset because, you know, the government's the way it is. And you've got the, the young parents back here who are freaking out about the school system. And you, you've got, you know, the people over here that they're pressed down about the economy. And they've all got brains. They're seeing real needs. But they're agitated. I know the difference between the Lord asking you to pray with him and it hurting and being agitated. I'm not talking about being burdened. These people, you can be burdened and agitated. God can be working with you to pray and you can be acting in the flesh. When we're agitated, we're in the flesh. And so, I'm not a robot. You're not a robot. I'm going to respond differently. But if I love Jesus, there's a, there's a standard of approaching him 
always like he is who he says he is. If he's the Lord of heaven, the creator of the universe, the alpha and the omega, the beginning and the end, am I casually going to gossip to him in the back of my mind about what's going on in politics? What do I want done with this? Do I want to complain? Do I want to vent to God? We, we like to talk about that. I mean, he does want to hear, but there's more going on. When we're approaching him, he can actually do something about it. John the Baptist was better than most at doing this following thing of God and he was the Elijah who was to come, spoken of in Malachi. He was a forerunner of Jesus, for goodness sakes. He baptized Jesus Christ. I, this guy was a cool dude. And God allowed some agitating circumstances to come in his life. I don't, I can't explain it. I don't, people, we ask why. I can't tell you why. But what I know is this man who, really, think about this. I mean, if you thought you were going to be off, you know, this is Jesus' family. It's his cousin. He does everything right and gets thrown in prison. Unceremoniously at that. And John gets agitated, best I can tell. This is, I don't want to read into the scripture. But he has baptized Jesus. He recognized him as the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. He had seen Jesus pick up his message of repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And he understood that he was the Messiah. But then John gets thrown in prison. And in Luke chapter 7, we see that John summons a couple of his disciples and he sends them to Jesus and saying, are you the expected one? Or should we look for someone else? That sounds to you know, I, I haven't been thrown in prison like he has right here. And his life is obviously in danger. This is a high-pressure situation. I'm not judging John. I'm not. I'm just looking at the mindset. We, with far lesser circumstances, get agitated and something comes out of us toward God. And oftentimes, it's, it's kind of prayerless. It certainly doesn't look like when we're talking about victory. It's just kind of managing. Managing, managing. We're life managers with kind of a pouty face sometimes, maybe for weeks on end. John asked Jesus if they should send for another Messiah. You could, you could interpret that a lot of ways. Um, but are you going to fix this or not is an easy way to think about it. And Jesus responds immediately, lovingly, graciously, just like he always does with us. Because he's in us, he's abiding in us, and he wants us to abide in him. And if there's not abiding going on, it's never because he's not doing his part. right? So Christ is in me, ready to have real loving relationship and prayer all the time. 24 hours a day. Here we have an example of one of our brothers running into some really hard stuff, doing what most of us would do in a situation that hard, 
kind of freaks out a little bit, kind of loses victory, kind of loses the mindset of where we were. And Jesus gives him testimony, and the testimony he gives is about his acts. He, he says, he quotes scripture, and he says, you go and tell John. Go and report what you've seen and heard. The blind receive sight, the lame walk, the lepers cleanse, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have the gospel preached to them. In other words, he says, remind him that I am who I say I am. But then in Luke 7, verse 23, he says, the heart of what I'm kind of poorly trying to communicate in a way that maybe some of us can think about it. Because we can make this stuff so religious that we don't really get it sometimes. Be anxious for nothing. I've heard a thousand times. I haven't seen that many people that are anxious for nothing. It's an imperative command. What's the difference? Jesus turned to John the Baptist right after he described all of his miracles. Quotes the Old Testament, and then he says, Blessed is he who does not take offense at me. Those were very strong words to a friend. He didn't say, I'm on my way. He didn't say, my father has heard your prayers. Uh, he didn't say, he said, blessed is he who does not take offense at me. Let me say that another way. You're doing well if you're not agitated right now, but you're loving the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and your neighbor as yourself. That's a hard thing to hear. It's so simple. So the Apostle Paul says it this way. Be anxious for nothing, which I've already said, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. You have needs. And then the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. We have a part to play in this, an active part. The peace of God is already given to us. We choose whether or not to abide in it. And do you want an action step? Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever it is of good repute, if there is any excellence and if anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things. That's a choice. The things you have heard and received and learned and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you, Paul says. So what's the takeaway? What's on my heart today? That if I'm agitated, I'm doing it wrong. God is near. He is within me. And I can approach him boldly. And he's God. What do I have to fear? Jesus was bearing the burden of every soul that ever lived and didn't freak out. He stood up and walked toward the will the Father had for him that day. There was something different in him. 
It was an absolute love of his father, and he didn't lose vision when circumstances got tough. We can do this, and it's not psychological mumbo-jumbo, and it's not ducking your head in the sand. Jesus did things perfectly. Paul did things excellently, and they went through some hard things. So today, when you have circumstances, I just want you to think about, if you're agitated, you're probably thinking about yourself. Then consider the two great commandments. When you do that, I think it will begin to teach us how to abide. That's what's on my heart today. God bless you.